Welcome back to Talkin' Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And tonight we're discussing Season 2, Episode 11, Jumping the Gun. Original air date, January 11, 2008, written by Patrick Massett and directed by Daniel Atias. You ready for this summary list? You're going to laugh. Ready. Yeah, okay. Coach Taylor and Tim Riggins are at odds when it comes to Julie. And Tim needs some advice on the situation. <laughs> no advice given, but okay. The Panthers' biggest game of this season is coming up against Larrabee High School, and all of the attention seems to be focused on what Coach Taylor will do to prepare for it. No. Brian is running into <laughs> obstacles when everyone wants a verbal commitment to their college programs except the one he wants. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. That's, that's, that's the, the header. That's the Friday Night Lights wiki summary, and I usually edit it. I made my own version, but I was like, I'm going to keep that top. In yeah, there. that was uh, a lot of not accurate things. No, <laughs> no. Uh, the four words I gave you, verbal results, apologize, and explanation. You didn't get verbal, but it makes I sense I didn't get now. verbal. I got um, really none of that. Well, I told you it was like an apology tour. True. Does that make sense True, now? true, yeah. And I did say Coach was going to apologize to Tim. So. You did. Yeah. Okay. So let's start with verbal. It's all about verbal commitment. Everybody wants smashes verbal. He talks with Alabama Tech. And of course, he needs Noel there, a.k.a. his publicist, a.k.a. his partner in crime. She is like his publicist. And he doesn't make decisions without her there. What do you think about that? Which is like, what does a 16-year-old know more than you? I mean, yes, her family is part of the football world. And yes, her brother did go and play in college. But like, what does she actually know about what the like the colleges want? Yeah, and because when Smash found out who Noelle is and who her brother is, he automatically puts so much stake into what she believes. Yes, and like looking at her, like okay, it, should I accept, yeah. not accept? And even when they bring her with him to the coach's office, and she's like. Just like in like it's her like his parent almost. Yeah, and she answers for him. Yeah, I don't like that. No, I don't like that either. <laughs> Corinna, she ends up taking Smash's phone, even though he thinks his sister took it, because she's like, Enough with the phone calls. You need to get back to school and you need to be studying. And she doesn't want him making a commitment too soon. Right. And she doesn't really like trust I mean, I know she doesn't trust Noelle. She doesn't like her. And she doesn't like that Smash is putting so much faith and trust into her. And it's 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 clouding his judgment. He doesn't. Yeah. He has no gut. Like he doesn't know where his gut's taking him anywhere. She he's just going based based off what she says would be good for him. Yeah, and this is really affecting Corinna. We see her in the supermarket, and we have a recruiter who inappropriate. It's inappropriate. He has the best intentions, trying to say like, "Hey, if your son goes with us, we can give you. We'll give him a full ride. We can relocate you." We know what it's like to be a single mother. Yeah, we'll give you a nine to five, like a normal normal hours. She's like, how do you even know that yeah. you could do that for me? She also wants to pay for her groceries. And Tammy's there. She overhears. After Corinna tells this guy, like, hey, please back off. He doesn't get the, uh, the memo. Tammy ends up stepping in. And she's like, sir, you need to go. Have yeah. a great day. Please leave. What did you think about, like, Corinna's... I feel like she harps on the fact that he's going to get hurt. She said this multiple times in because she's seen what could happen. Like we all watched Jason Street what happened with him. So she's afraid that if for something, even if he obviously didn't get his 
hopefully wouldn't get as injured as badly as Jason. But like, what if he did break his ankle and then he can't play for the rest of the season? Does he lose his place in the team? Will she lose her house? Will she lose her job? Like, she's just thinking about the future. And I think she's being very obviously smart about it. And she's not like, she's like, no, I can't be bought. Like, stop trying to make deals with me. Like, my son's going to go to the right college for him. And she's kind of hoping that my son's going to go to the right college for his education. Yeah. And not just for the football team. Right. She's also hurt. And it comes out when her and Tammy have a conversation in the parking lot that I'm a single mom. I've raised these kids. I'm actually having a hard time letting go. Right. She's like, I didn't think it was going to be this hard for me. And... You know, he has this new girlfriend who he's taking her are word over mine. Girlfriend, boyfriend? They They've kissed. I haven't seen the kiss. It, well, <laughs> next episode, they are boyfriend, okay. girlfriend. Well, yeah. So by this point, I'm assuming they're official, but it's like a weird. It's weird. It's like, weird. it doesn't, like, they hugged on the way in. Yeah. So that's why I didn't, like, automatically think that they were together, but. Yeah. In the hallway in school, Matt wants to know if Smash, he barely gets these words out. The marbles in this mouth, in this kid's mouth, is, I said, he is literally the Chuck Bass of the Total Betty. He's, he, the Total Betty Network has some people that don't open up their, open up their mouths and speak. Chuck Bass, one of them, Matt Saracen, the other one. Matt, <laughs> we've, we've said it over and over, just has marbles in his mouth. Chuck Bass, I just couldn't understand. No, just, yeah. Anyway... Matt wants to know, Smash, have you heard from TMU? Right. And we have this scene in the hallway where we have Chip, who plays on the Lions, and he says, I got into TMU. He's like, are we going to be teammates or what? Right. And Smash says, uh, I actually gave my verbal to Alabama, which is interesting mm-hmm. on that. Right. Like, I don't really know. Is Alabama supposed to be a better football school than TMU? I like to me, it seems like TMU is like the number one. I don't know. Like it's hard. It's hard to tell. They're not giving like stats that I'm like following. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. But but here's where this comes in because when Coach sits down with Smash and Noel. Mm-hmm. He gives him the stats of Alabama. Like, sure, you can go there, but we have players who are still sitting on the bench after three years. We have players who are not even thought about when it comes to NFL. Right, they're not going to be pro like what you want. Right, and so you could have, you can go to a team and go play for a school that actually wants you now, which I love this because it shuts them up. And Noel's like, oh, like He's, I don't know everything, so thank you. Yeah. Uh we also love this scene because Coach just had like a mouthful of sandwich. I loved it. I love when <laughs> the actor can commit to like a food scene. And I know, you know, you hear all, we listen to all these rewatch podcasts. And are like, if you take a bite, you need to have that bite every single scene. So basically, I maybe he was like eating and spitting. I hope that's not the case. But it's just nice to see like a real, it just felt very authentic. Like you were just watching a documentary yet again. I also, I don't know how many takes they took and right. maybe they did this all in very seamlessly one or two hope, for him i maybe it would hope so but you know maybe you're not that lucky you don't know maybe well <laughs> messing up lines here and there and now yeah i mean what i've read and what derek and stacy said there's not a lot of uh rehearsing oh okay this is, it's pretty much let's go let's see what take works and then move on i like that it's more authentic and it feels yeah. that way right and it feels that way yep. yeah but during this conversation, he says, have you heard from TMU? And Smash is like, not yet. Maybe they're sour because what you did to him. 
Yeah, and he's like, that, that best not be the case. This should have nothing to do with the other. I said, this college, like, come on. That would be really childish if a yeah. college did that. And we know that's not the case. No. I can't blame Smash for feeling that way, though, because yeah. all these he's schools. scared. Sure, and all these schools are chasing him, and yet the one that he wants, he hasn't heard from. Isn't that always the case, though, right? Yeah, it yeah. is. But uh, he also tells Smash, I'm going to give you one last piece of advice and listen to your mom. She knows what's best. I love that. She knows what, she, what what you should be doing. So just trust her. So I'm glad Smash took that. Yeah. Like that little. Me too. Yeah. The last scene we have at Smash with the diner. He's out with Noelle and Matt. And seems and like, like everyone else is there. Yeah. And Smash is approached by a recruiter from TMU. This is after the game, which we will get to. And the recruiter says, you played an amazing game. Just want to offer you a full scholarship to TMU and Smash. Instead of like reacting first, he goes, we have to read the fine print, which I liked. Yeah, he's like, I'm not just going to say okay right off the bat. Right. Which he learned from Coach. He learned from Coach. And he, and he learned that from Noel too. Like yes. how to sell. Like you should want me and I shouldn't have to like immediately yeah. give myself to you. Yeah. But the recruiter says, all right. No problem. We'll hear from you soon. And then Coach yeah, Smash says, I've always wanted to play from TMU. And he goes, is this your verbal? And Smash is playing for the U, baby. Yeah. I did. I got sweet. a little choked up, ladies and gents. I know. And then he hugs Noel, hugs a couple other teammates and goes, I got to go tell my mom. I love that. I know. Got to run home to mama. And so he walks in with a bouquet of flowers. <laughs> also made me cry. And Corinna, she goes, you better take those shoes off. She's like, I just cleaned that floor. <laughs> Because she doesn't even look, take, she doesn't look up yet, and she's like, "Oh, okay, yeah." yeah. And he says, "I got accept. I'm. I gave my verbal to TMU." And she says, "Is this what you want?" And he says, "Yes." And they cry and they hug, and I cried. And oh you my god! Cried, even you summing cried. it up is like making me tear up again. Just was really sweet and heartfelt, and like I yeah. think at the end of the day, they both felt like it was the right decision for them as a family yes. and for her kid and. I think she understood like, okay, he did hear me. Yeah, but this was like just a heartwarming scene. And I always love the scenes with Smash and Corinna. Me too. Will and Kate, they both want to know, what is your prediction? What is Smash's football future endgame? He's got to go pro. It's like it's built into the show. Like every season so far and every time we talk about Smash's future, like that's it. I don't hear that from any other kid so far. I mean, I know he's the only technical senior on the team right now, but we don't really hear that from Matt, from Tim. I mean, Landry, but we didn't even see Landry in this episode. Um, so we don't really hear like future plans, but we, we very much focus on Smash saying, no, I need to become pro. I need to make money. I need to help my family. Like, I see that as his path. You, if anyone out of the show makes it pro, it would be him. Do you think we're going to see it happen? Yeah. Well, if not, we go like in the last season, like a typical flash forward and he's playing for a, you know, an NFL team. Okay. Kate also says, I thought it was interesting that they mentioned that he and Chip will be teammates. Right. I, don't, I hope we don't see this kid again. <laughs> Do you think we'll see anything there? <laughs> or is Chip on the island? No, I think... Chip might not be on the island, but I think it was, I don't think we're, my stomach is like going crazy. I don't think we're going to like focus in on Chip as a character. I really don't. If we are, I'm going to be very surprised. I don't remember. 
I feel like we just use Chip as a pawn. That's it. In this story. It's just to make the story. In this particular, yeah. For Smash. Right. Let's move on to results. Okay, so Shells. Shells. She got a results from her real estate exam, and she passed, which is super exciting. Good Everybody's impressed. And she wants to just take everyone out to dinner, and Coach is like, well, well hold up. We got to figure out your future here. <laughs> he was cracking me up. And honestly, I was, I felt like we were getting like played. I thought maybe she like looked at it, saw that she didn't get in and then like kind of made it like I got in and then we were going to go like spiral from there. But luckily we didn't. We spiraled, spiraled in another way. Yeah. But I'm glad that she actually did get in. She wasn't lying. What did you think about her idea of putting in another phone line? Just $9 a month. Just $9 a month. For her and Julie to share. And Julie was like, yes, please. I would love to have my own phone, my own phone line. Uh, I thought that was super cute. She was thinking about the future, but also thinking about the future of her just living in their house. Yeah. Well, I feel like this is it's been an ongoing every week. We see them get a little bit more agitated with her. Yeah. Definitely. Which is natural. Definitely. It gets, it's been a while. It has Gracie been. Gracie Bell's like, I don't know, like two months, maybe three months at this point. Yeah. She's holding her own head up. Yeah, she's like three months. I mean, I don't know. But. Yeah, the the aging and timing is weird. I'm sure. It's because next week we discuss some things. And I'm like, does this make sense with aging and the baby? But, but Tammy has had it ultimately with Shells. And the final straw was she bought a carton of eggs spilled all over the kitchen floor and so tammy has to go into the garage we have this scene she has to grab paper towels and coach as we know his office coach dickies has been using so he's using the home garage as his office trying to get plays and figure out how he's going to win friday's game and so eric he ends up trying to watch game on the tv he's watching his tape and it got taped over by The Office, which Shelly, oops. So funny. I didn't mean it. Do-do-do. As soon as I heard it, I was like, what? They're going to watch The Office? I know. In the show? Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. But inconsiderate. Um, Careless. The eggs thing, at first I was like, okay, she dropped a carton of eggs. You don't need to like kick her out. And then like, she like, looked at them and went to the other room. That was a little wrong. Right. <laughs> Not to clean up the eggs that you just dropped all over the floor. Yeah, and she also says, oh, the blow dryer broke. It's the only one in the house. Right. She's just very um, klutzy, which, like, I can relate to that. I would definitely like, go to my sister's house, and I probably would break the hair, hair dryer, too. That's just, like, my, like, I'm like a bull in a china shop every time I'm anywhere. Yeah. I just ask anyone. I'll break whatever you have in your house. <laughs> you haven't broken anything here yet. No, but I, like, spilled things. <laughs> I mean, we all spilled things. She's just being nice. No, it's true, though. <laughs> but what ends up happening is Eric snaps. He asks her how how she taped over the game. Mm. She says, I didn't realize. I'm sorry. And he goes, do you have any care? Any plans of moving out? <laughs> well, not only that, but do you have any care for personal space? Do you have any care for, uh, you know, your personal surroundings? Yeah, when are you moving she's out? Like, okay, I'm, get, I'm catching on. Thanks so much. Vic wants to know, has anyone ever taped over something you had? What made you lose your shit if it was erased? What would make you lose your shit if oh. it was erased? Um, I mean, back in the day, yeah. We, we, things got taped over all the time. I can't think of a specific thing that I was like really upset about. But I feel like that's how we captured everything as children and even into our like preteens and teens. Like everything was VHS and our parents documented everything 
I mean, at least my parents documented so much of my childhood on VHS. So I would be pretty sad if I didn't have that. Yeah. You know, like if someone happened to have taped over like, <laughs> like my sister taking her first steps, like if my parents happened to get that and someone taped over it, like that'd be like, oh, that sucks. But I can't think of anything specific that has happened to me. It, plus, it's been like over 20 years since we've watched a VHS, right? <laughs> Maybe a little less, but. Krista's mom taped over when we met Frankie Muniz. No. So that's kind of a bummer. No, and you remember that, obviously. We have pictures, but she taped over that, and I'm pretty sure she taped over some of our movies that we made mm-hmm. from childhood. That sucks. Yeah. Vic also says, I asked you last week about having your sister live with you, but what about your brother-in-law? <gasps> Uh, my brother-in-law I living with me yeah whatever we make it work <laughs> I have two I could live with one the other one we have three. Oh shit I do have three. <laughs> oh, wait yeah. yeah you have three one of them one of them you can't live with absolutely not <laughs> and I won't name names no we will you be nice here I only have one brother-in-law so you guys would know yeah well I shared a house with one when I lived in the apartment, but that's that was true just house. And that was okay. Uh, we would definitely need, it would be a short term thing. It would be very short term. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> great. <laughs> I totally forgot about the other one. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, Tammy and Eric, they have the discussion over Shelly and obviously she's upset. She's like, Hey, I wish I was the one to have kicked her out. Right. Like she would have let her down graciously. Yeah. You know? What did you think about how he, retold the events well he said you know i made a suggestion she finished the rest i'm like well no you really like went in on her Ooh, sorry went in on her like yeah no personal space like you weren't like so let's have a conversation about like where you're gonna live you were mean yeah i don't blame him because he, he cracked he cracked but i wish he and i'm sure tammy knows Absolutely. She knows her husband. She does. But like him saying, like, I asked her when she was moving out. You didn't really. No, you didn't. You just said, like, get out. You snapped. <laughs> yeah. You kind of snapped. Mm-hmm. But they end up having a conversation before the game. And he apologizes. And he says, I'm going to give her a call and invite her back. And also, uh, Tammy's concerned what they're going to do with Gracie Bell. And he says, it's not a problem. It's not a burden. This is our gift. Which is great. I love that he said that. Yeah, me too. Um, he's definitely not going to call her to come back, though. He'll call her to apologize, but he wasn't going to, like... Beg her back? Yeah, and he's like, it's been great. You know, it's going to be good to get our life back. And Tammy's like, yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah. And she also says, which I absolutely feel this about my sister, nothing hurts more than upsetting. If, if my sister is upset, as irritating as she is. Right, like, I don't want to be the cause of her yeah. sadness. Yeah. So Tammy and Shelly meet. Tammy brings some classifieds of local apartments and condos that are for rent. And Shelly's like, I'm actually going to Dallas. I can't make it here in Dillon. How far is Dallas from here, do we know? From Dillon? Because like Mm -hmm. Austin, TMU was in Austin, right? Mm -hmm. And that was like, I mean, he was on a plane. Yeah. So. That was like, hmm. I don't know. It's okay. We don't know logistics. We're not going to try. 
Kate says, did you notice that in the scene when Tammy met Shelly at the cafe, she was wearing the shirt that Shelly was wearing at the beginning, which said she was too tight and sexy for her. I did not notice. Yeah, I did notice this. I thought that was a fun detail. And it was definitely tight and sexy. Both sisters look great in that shirt. I'm sure they did. They both look good at anything. Yeah. Uh, Let's move on to apologize. Okay, so episode opens. Julie wakes up hungover (sighs) from the night before. And Coach comes in and apologizes to her for letting Riggins stay in the the house. house. Like, it was my bad, my mistake. I should have, like, okayed it with everyone first. Yeah, and he says, if he looks at you at school, you let me know. Let me know. And she's like, okay, dad. I'll take care of this. Tim has nowhere to go, so he ends up sleeping in the locker room. (laughs) Coach finds him, and he's like, you can't be here, which we know, where's Tim going to go? Where's he going to go? And Coach is very pissed. So... Tim goes home to find the house is uh, a mess and in shambles. Disaster. There is an eviction notice. We can't find Billy. Yeah, where the hell was Billy? Yeah, nobody where was knows. Billy? Where was Billy? And Julie finally musters up the courage to go apologize to Reagan. She starts there first, and he's completely charmed by her. In a very sweet way. It's not in a bad way. Lis, and I think, and I read this completely different. I didn't, um, I know, I didn't think he was like smitten with her. No, just charmed. Just like, kind of like, you're sweet, Julie, kid. Julie, Julie, like you have so much to learn. Kind of like I'm your older brother. But yes. Even though, exactly. But just seeing the smile on that man's face, yeah. that boy's face, because he's, technically a boy i he's heartbreakingly beautiful heartbreaking what did Anne say it's not it's, fair it's not fair to have all that or have so much or something yeah <laughs> yeah because you know even the man can appreciate the beauty of this man and it's um it hurts in so many ways to, to watch. but but i liked i liked how he's just like it's all right julie yeah, well, Julie, before the game, she finally comes clean to Eric and says, I really need to talk to you. It was all my fault. He actually saved me. Did Coach know that she was drunk or he just thought that they were like in a hookup? Like what he saw like no, was... He didn't know she was drunk. Okay, so nobody knew she was drunk. Okay. Nobody knew she was drunk and also Convenient. thought that Tim was going to hook up with her. Right. So to me... It looked worse last week because it made it look like Tim was trying to take advantage of her while she was drunk. So I didn't know if Coach actually, I assumed Coach like knew she was drunk and like blamed Tim for her being drunk and also trying to kiss her. But he didn't even know she was drunk. No, no. Which she says, I was drunk and also Tim was protecting me. Saved me. Yeah. And so this is great to tell Eric right before the game. Yeah, he's pissed. He's like, damn you, Julie. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. After the game, him and Julie, they do have a cute conversation on the couch. Like, I love you. I'm disappointed in you. Yep. You can't lie to the, lie to us. Me and your mom will figure it out. But we understand people make mistakes. Capiche? Capiche. It was great speech. He's a good father. He does he good, good fatherly father. things. There are some other things. He, I don't think I agree. But he is a very good father. He's a very good father. It's cute, though. They have a movie night. Yeah. With uh, with Tammy and the baby, Vic says, "What movie would be your perfect choice for the night? For my family, or just like by me by myself? I'm assuming for a family movie night. <laughs> family movie night. If I didn't have children, it was just like my family and I. Cause 
probably Twilight. <laughs> if I'm wow. just being honest, it'd be okay. my sister and, my, and I just watching Twilight. And your mom? My mom would watch Twilight, yeah. My grandma's watched them before, too. Yeah. I don't, Randy has seen the first one. He has, hasn't seen any of the others, which I'm like, can we please watch them? My brother-in-law, I think, has seen all of them. But, um, yeah, like, I'm just being real with you guys. Like, if we were, if I was my, it was my sister and I, I was just thinking about this the other day. I was like, I miss, like, uh, I guess it was after this, like, conversation we had last week about, like, your sister's, like, living, if you were living with your sister. And I'm like, if my sister and I were living together, we would literally just watch TV together or watch movies together, like, all the time. Just, like, all day because that's what we always did growing up. We always watched movies and TV. And we'd rewatch. Like, we'd rewatch Twilight. We'd rewatch, um, what are some other ones? Like, Just Friends, obviously. Like, Mean Girls. We just always rewatch, like, the same movies. So, we probably watch Twilight, guys. <laughs> yeah, we, we would probably watch The Birdcage. Uh, did you ever see The Birdcage? And no. Lane? Oh, my God. It's so funny. Because we talk about that movie all the time as a family unit. Yes. Uh, Father of the Bride. Yes. My Big Freck Week Wedding. That's a big one oh, in my family, too. That's a really good one. Yeah. But The Birdcage comes to mind because we actually want to watch it as a family. That's like next movie night. Cute. You never saw that? No. It's hysterical. Uh, we were actually planning on doing that outside movie night. Oh. And then we couldn't get the Wi-Fi to work. My hair is sticking to my neck. You're hot? It's so fucking hot. I'm like, okay, right now. Podcasting in July really fucking sucks. <laughs> Just being real with you guys. Well, like, with like everything i mean if you guys watched our gossip girl live we were like really shadow goes i need shadow was like i need i went home and i like dr- took a shower i was so sweaty <laughs> yeah. i feel okay right now it's the headphones too that's true yeah okay so let's move on to tim like we said he's home and the house is a mess and eviction notice we don't know where billy is he ends up talking to jackie he says the snide remark, which I don't know if you caught, like, hey, do you want my dad's number to finish the trifecta? Oh, yeah, I, I caught it. And she's like, that's just mean. She's like, you're mean. I didn't mean to, like, get in the middle of this. Like, I'm not mad at Jackie. No. Like, the girl, she wanted to, like, get what she wanted. <laughs> she was attracted to the Riggins. I can't blame and her. And I can't blame her. Like, I would, I'm attracted to both Riggins, too. You know, like, they they both have something. And obviously, one is more appropriately aged than the other. And she thought he had something going for him. And she thought it was going to work out. And she thought Bo was going to have another dad figure. And he's a deadbeat. Yeah. So, so she's, she's like, I tried. Right. She says, Billy lost his job. I need to get out. I can't afford two mortgages. And she also says, I really hope you two make up. Because right. you do need you, each other. You guys obviously are going through something and she said like i'm sorry for contributing to that yeah and i'm like girl it was way before you i mean it it sucks that you had to happen in between them but their issues stem from deep deep rooted stuff (laughs) yeah so billy finally comes home and they don't know how they're going to come up with two thousand dollars so they end up going to guy's place because i hate this well, as we know, <laughs> Tim left abruptly and left all his stuff there. So he goes back to get his stuff. And as he's coming down the stairs, he knocks the gun off the ledge. Now, Guy isn't even home, but his no, door was but, and But R- Riggins is like, if I don't put this back exactly where it was, like, he'll know I was here. Right. Which, like, to be fair, he can come get his stuff. But I guess Guy would question everything. Like, and wait, are you going to tell everyone, like, my secret? Of course, because Guy is unhinged. And unhinged. so... As he goes to pick up the gun, he notices underneath the chair or the couch is a wad of cash. Like enough to pay the mortgage cash. 
Yeah, I hated this. I hated this because I know what it's going to do to these kids. Well, yeah. Well, Billy's not a kid. No, he's and a grown ass adult. And neither is Guy. So no, he's not. it's really just him. And he holds it and Billy is so apprehensive. He's like, please put it back. Don't, you know, and Tim's like, but we could pay them mortgage and then some. Yeah. And Billy's like, all right, just get the hell out of so here. So they take the cash and they put it in the bag. Vic oh. wants to know, how would you raise money for mortgage? Would you fundraise or crowdfund? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, I would make a GoFundMe. <laughs> At that point, I would I would hate it. But what do you do? They have no parental figure. They all can't move into the Riggins. What are they going to go to like a shelter? Yeah, I'd probably go to coach and say, can we have like a pancake breakfast? Yeah, pancake breakfast or like buddy, like let's do something with like Garrity Motors. Can we like throw a fundraiser for the football team and just like get this kid to college or so? I, I don't know, like just something like get this kid further in his life. Like it's Riggins. And also we need money for mortgage. So can we help? This community family out. Yes. We'll see what happens with that. Dicey. But for now, the mortgage is paid. Billy is super paranoid. Uh, Wouldn't you be? Of course. I would be shitting a I'd be, they're like Landry. Yes. They're they're at the same level as Landry because like their life is still at stake here. Yes. Yeah. So much so when they get a knock at the door, Tim is acting cool, but he's like, oh, no, who is that? Who is that? Oh, God, it's just coach. It's just coach. It's just coach. He's like, rocks. Okay, we're good. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God, you don't want to have to keep doing that every day, every oh, yeah. minute. Yeah. So coach comes over and he apologizes to Tim for jumping to conclusions and says what he did was honorable, which like, this is great. It was honorable, but you just stole cash. So let's yeah, let that sit. Am shit. I honorable? Yeah. 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 Right, Tim, like you're doing like one one step forward and three steps back. Is it like when Aladdin stole bread? He was poor, homeless. He's hungry. He was hungry. The apple. Oh yeah. <laughs> I know. Abu Um Abu with the apple, you know, like it, He's a street rat. But but also- <laughs> is the same. That's why I'm attracted to it. I love Aladdin. Oh, me too. But like you're an idiot. Because Guy is going to see. He knows you're the only. I'm sure Tim has a key, right? Or the door was unlocked. Or the door was unlocked. His yeah. stuff is gone. His stuff is. It's 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 a red flag. Your stuff is gone. Oh, wait. And the money's gone. Right. And I know where you live. I'm sure he figured it out. Small town. And I know where you go to school. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. All right. Last but not least. Explanation. We finally get some explanations happening with Coach Dickies. Mm. The Lions are still at Dylan. It's been two weeks. Tension is really high. Coach tries to hang out with him a couple of times or just make casual conversations. He's like, we got to be in the same, like, we might as well, like, try and make it work here, like, like coexist. But Dickies is like, nah. Yeah. And we see a couple of times him turn him down. And at first, we're like, okay, he's just being a dick. But then he gets a phone call, which you predicted while we were watching. There's some bad news is happening over the line. Yeah. Like, he's such, he's literally such a dick that you know something bad is happening in his life. And granted, like, this tornado has uprooted these kids and their families and the coach and everything. So it's like, on top of that, yeah, you know, that's it's just a lot of stress that he doesn't know where to, like, put it. And so he does, he just acts out because he doesn't know how else to like react when he's under this amount of stress. And so then when he hung up, I was like, oh, he just got like some really bad news. Yeah. And so we get to the game and it's neck and neck as we figured, right? Because these are rival teams anyway. Right. They're both good. 
And so we get down to a final play. Tim is running and in lion territory and coach Dickies tackles him tackles Riggins. This is he like, just like jumps out from the sideline yeah. and like knocks him down None like, of, and yeah. he's like that's how you do it and the whole everyone's silent right They're like this dude is unhinged and also <laughs> because none of his other players followed no followed they were him. like uh and so coach tackled him so it was sh- coach interference game is over so coach goes in obviously to try to get the explanation from what Dickies, the hell is wrong with you <laughs> and we find out that his wife has three months to live and there's no game plan right he's like i don't know what to do from here it's i wasn't sad. prepared for this it's awful it's, it, i and i it humanizes him like he's not just like a villain like he has a, a reason to be bitter but you don't need to take that out on other people yeah and it's like the second time he's attacked Reagan's too. right it's he has it out for this kid yeah it's not a good look no we hope you're enjoying this week's episode of talk in texas forever and appreciate you for listening every single week all of our shows are funded by our buddies who pledge to our network, and it means the absolute world to us. You hear us talk about it every week, but just in case you were wondering a little bit more, we have tiers starting at a dollar and offer some pretty cool perks like guest hosting on the podcast, listening to episodes a day early, and access to the best group chat ever via Discord. These are just to name a few. To learn more about our network and everything we offer, check out patreon.com slash Network. Will has some trivia for us. Oh. Says the guy who plays the TMU coach was at the time not an actor, but in fact, the University of Texas head basketball coach, Rick Barnes. Cool. He is now the University of Tennessee's head coach. I know that name, actually. I didn't know him by face, but I know that name. Wow. How? Don't know. Oh. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Music in this episode, Wilco, Big and Rich, Drive-By Truckers, the office theme song. Yes. Steve Earl, Thurston Moore, and Five Alarm Music. How many t-shirts did you have? I think I had three. I had five. Kate had seven. Oh, Between I had... three and seven. Did I have three? Yeah, I put three. Yeah. They weren't apparent. You had to like real look for them. They weren't. What was your favorite quote? Yeah, the woman who gave gave you birth, what would she say? I have, your hair is perfect. Stop listening to her. Yeah, I like that one too. Who is your MVP? My MVP is, I, th- I thought I picked someone else. No, Corinna. Corinna is my, is Corinna. Not Corinna. 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 <laughs> we had votes for Corinna. I chose coach. I almost chose coach. I really did. But then I deleted it. <laughs> I have to say, we, I know we have some choice words when it comes to coach. Yeah. But this episode and next week. No, this episode highlighted him very well. Yeah. There was a lot of coaches corner. What about your shittiest? Dickie. I know, right? Vic chose the recruiter that was hassling Karina, but. (laughs) Oh, a little shrill. Yeah. (laughs) Trilling happening. (laughs) Will chose Billy. Yeah. Oh. 
wonder if this is being picked up. He it, always says Niles. That that mm. was just like so random though. He never really does. It's usually so late. Not when you're here. Yeah. He does this all the time. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I know Coach Dickies, right? But like we understand now. It's hard to pick him as the shittiest. Right. And like he was the only reason why I chose him is because like you never know what anyone else is going through and you need to walk in life um, still being nice and gracious to other people even though your your world's collapsing in front of you. And attacking a kid. And attacking. Like you don't need to. It doesn't make you look any better. No, it doesn't. (laughs) Okay, let's go over to Coach's Corner. What was your favorite moment? Uh, I like I you know it's hard it's a toss up between him with Smash in the office or him with Riggins I think I'm gonna go with him and Smash yeah same because I felt like he was the one apologizing to Tim in that scene but he really did coach Smash and he schooled Noel too he's like actually you guys don't know anything stop pretending like you're experts like talk to me I am a pro at this I've been doing this a long time uh, so I, I really appreciated his speech and he was given all the good advice. I also love that Tammy had her coach moment with Corinna. Yes, I like that too. So the Taylors were helping the Williams yeah. this episode. Yeah, they were. It's really good. All right, let's go into a booster of the week list. Who are we supported by? Booster of the week. You're a total booster. This week, speaking of cats, I have chosen a cat lover, Bethany, a new pledge to the network. I called her our feline friend. Oh my God, that's so cute. Bethany. <laughs> I was trying to like do a play on like Bethany and I was like, well, Bethany is like Betty and I'm like, mm, but she loves cats and we're a very cat pro, uh, a pro cat network here, clearly. So I just wanted to welcome Bethany to the network. You already have been a presence. It's so great getting to know you on the Discord chat and we hope to get to know more about you and what brought you here and I, I'm excited to hear your Friday Night Lights and journey and Gossip Girl journey. I know you said you didn't watch Gossip Girl and now you did watch with our podcast. Like that's super cool. Um but thank you. Yeah, you're you've been great so far. Thank you, Bethany. So happy to have you. Yeah. Another cat friend, I'll take it. Exactly. All right. Which emoji should we choose to pair with this episode? I'm like football. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say like real estate for Shelly, but not really. Maybe I know I'm like drawing such blanks, like right an eviction now. or money. Why don't we do the water cash? The water cash with the with, with the, the wings. wings. <laughs> yeah. So what you can do that's funny is stick that in an Apple Podcast review if you haven't already. Thank you so much for those who have rated us five stars and left us Apple Podcast review. So sweet. And who have dropped the emoji in the review. We know you're listening. Otherwise, you can take that emoji, stick it in a DM on Instagram, send it in an email, a Discord, Patreon. We just want to know you're listening, and this is a fun way to do so. So and it's free. And it's free. It's free 99. <laughs> yeah. The money with the wings. Yeah. That's Cracks a good one. Up. I Cracks love it. All right, Liz. Are you ready for next week's episode? I am excited. Ooh. I'm so am I. If you're excited, I'm excited. Yes. Okay. This is episode 12. It is. Holy moly. I said a who. <gasps> oh, Spice Girls. 
do you think you are? They're not in it, but like I can't read that sentence and not sing Spice No, Girls. I mean, is it based off of that song? I don't know. I don't think so. No, because it's based off of mo- movies, right? No, I think no, it's, it's actually not. things they say in the show. Like, I didn't want to jump the gun. Who do you think you oh, are? <laughs> light bulb. That's why none of these freaking titles make any sense. <laughs> because it's just a quote from the episode okay i think awesome i think so i think so it's okay okay four words for you to help you predict bond radio friend and love okay well i'm gonna cheat a little bit i did see lila with the headphones so i'm assuming lila goes on the radio a jesus station perhaps ding 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 good job girlfriend um that was solely based off of the picture i saw for next week um Mm -hmm. Bond. Who's bonding? Maybe Riggins and Riggins and Riggins. <laughs> Riggins and Riggins are bonding. The brothers are bonding again, uh, making their way back to feeling semi-normal with each other. Um, who else could be bonding? Maybe Tim and, and Julie will bond some more after now that's all out in the open. They can kind of like be normal to each other in public. Um, friend friend (laughs) friend that is so um vague yeah who has a friend you got a friend i'm gonna say this we get two people you're gonna recognize next week yes so one of them is blonde leans that way the other one semi-blonde as well no. Okay. The other one okay, cool. is not blonde. One leans that way blonde. Okay. I think I know who it is. I don't know what their name is on the show, so I won't predict that. So whose friend is that, though? Whose friend is that? Noelle's friend? I'm not going to answer Okay. You. Well, I'm just like, maybe not Noelle's friend. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe this person goes to TMU and they are like kind of smashes mentor no that wouldn't you would use mentor me, instead of this what do you want to happen we have, I want to happen i mean we're very close to the end right so what would you like to happen with julie with matt with tim with the taylors like we got we got like four episodes i want i'm a uh, what i want to happen is not going to happen as i want you know, guy to not figure out that Tim and Billy have okay. this money, but I know obviously he's going to. Oh, is this guy maybe Guy's friend? Person, Guy's friend? I don't know. B- Billy's friend? What do I want to happen? Okay, let's go back. What do I want to happen for Julie? I want Julie. Wait, can you tell me if Noah's on the island? Oh, you know, I was when, last week when you were like, think about it. Really think about it. I was like, it's fucking Noah. How are you kidding me? Are you kidding me though? How did my face not give it away every single week? But are every- you kidding me though? He's gone. That storyline's gone. I do not go back to it. Floored. But I also predicted. Just like happened to be driving, and I'm like, it's Noah. Yes, you dumbass. She's been trying to tell you this the whole, whole time. It's Noah, so that's completely scratched. I'm not even gonna go back to that at all. Don't obviously, um, so I want maybe Julie is still going to like write for the paper. You know, do really well in school. Where can you give me like an idea of where we're gonna end 
this in the semester? No, you don't want to give it to me or you don't know? I'm not sure. (laughs) Okay. It's funny because I was listening to Clear Eyes Full Hearts today and they were saying how season two, they don't even know, like writers don't even really know where they wanted it to end. So take that into account. Like season two was weird. Right. Because also it was the writer strike. And season three kind of becomes a reset. I will give you that. So putting stock into some storylines in season two. I'm just going to, I'm going to like, completely ignore Carlotta and Matt. They're the ones that are going to say love next week though. I'll give you that. Mm. But then she's going to go. She's going to be, I love you, but like I totally got a new job somewhere because right, so, I'm going on the island. Like I'm not coming into season three. That's my full prediction there. Yeah. Julie, like I said, I would love to see her like do something with the paper, keep fr- good friends with Lois, maybe become friends with Riggins. Did we like how thirsty Lois was waving to Riggins as she drove by so he could t- she could say her yeah. apologies? Yeah. Get it, Lois. Me too. Lois, you are all of us. Um, I don't really know what I want for Julie, though. That's okay. You know, like, she's a tough one. Matt, obviously, I want him to, I guess, move on without Carlotta because I obviously don't think that they're end game here. I, I just said I think she's going to go on the island. I would like to see maybe I don't know if I would like to see it, but I could predict like Matt and Julie not getting back together, but kind of like making a friendship again. Oh, maybe that's what you mean by friend. I don't know. Maybe. But no, because this semi blonde boy is going to come in. Um, You get two people though. Just remember. Oh, I said you get two people. Two people you're going to recognize. You're right. It's okay. Do I know about the other person that comes, though? You'll recognize the actor. Yeah, but do I know that they come? Obviously not, because no. I only really know two people that come. No, 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 no. Okay. No. Okay, cool. So you have something to look forward to. Season two, to me, Friday Night Lights, is like Mario Brothers 2, mm-hmm. where you pick up vegetables and throw them, and it's like a weird game. It's fun, and you enjoy parts of it. It could be really frustrating, and it's really hard to beat. That to me is season two. And like that in a nutshell, that all makes sense to me. Every show has that like season. It's just weird that it's season two. Right. Like doesn't doesn't need to be season two. Season it's, four, okay. Season six. Season six. Season eight. <laughs> seven, eight, nine. No, but like but, Yeah, right? Right. You don't need to have that in two. And like, granted, I don't know how much they were planning before the writer strike happened, after the writer strike. Like, we don't really know. Exactly. And maybe they do. And obviously, like I don't know. But where were they going? They don't know where they were going. So how does the how do you film this and not know where you're going? There was one thing and I won't spoil it that they wanted a certain thing to happen and it doesn't happen until later. Yeah. And so that's and this has nothing to do with your current predictions like an overall for the show. Right. So they were wanting to do it. So it involves obviously characters that were with now yeah i mean it's like a general right okay but Mm. for what you predicted you did very well okay great yeah this was really hard yeah of course and it probably will continue to be (sighs) i'm excited for next week though you're giving me like some hope okay last but not least we're going to end with will's football poetry corner everyone's snapping if you snap we always ask let us know yeah please verbal commitments National Signing Day for high school seniors is in February, so the end of football season is the time when players give their verbal commitments to schools recruiting them. Smash struggles with his verbal commitment while Julie has a hard time telling her father the truth about the situation with Tim. 
Finally, Corinna verbally commits to sending that Oklahoma coach to the netherworld if he doesn't back off. Adorable. Thank you, Will. Verbal commitments. Well, I can't believe we made it this far. These were a, a short 10 weeks, yeah, 11 weeks. I know. Uh, thank you so much, everyone who's listening. We see the numbers growing. So if you're new here, thank you. If you're new and you just found us and you've binged this podcast, please let us know because that would be awesome if you've made it to this point. Yeah. Um, just give us a shout out. You can DM us, Total Buddy Podcast Network, or you can email us at talkintexasforever at gmail.com. It would be just fun to hear from you if you have just started either your Friday Night Lights journey or if you just found us and you're doing the journey with us and you're an OG watcher, like, let us know. I'm just curious. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. But we'll be back next week for episode 12. Who do you think you are? Thank you so much for listening to Talking Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. You can email us at TalkingTexasForever at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others, head over to Instagram at TotalBettyPodcast.org. This has been a Total Betty Podcast. Produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio. Music by Anthony Vacora. Anthony Vacora.